Welcome to the Pain-Free Zone. Your host, Nisi Edwards, is founder of the Fibro Patient Education and Support Organization, and she's here to offer help and hope to the millions of individuals who suffer from chronic pain. Now, here's Nisi Edwards. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Pain-Free Zone. I am your host, Nisi Edwards. So on today's show, we are talking about setting goals. Now, uh, those of you who may have worked in corporate America or other places, um, you probably are very familiar with this discussion of setting goals, setting objections. So I want to share a little bit with you. So when we talk about setting goals, we're talking about today setting goals when you have a chronic illness. No matter what it is, we need to set goals. So I'm going to add to it, not just set a goal, let's just set goals that are smart goals. So when we say a smart goal, it's a goal that is de- that is defined as one that's number one, specific, measurable, achievable, results-focused, and time-bound. And I want to share with you how I apply that to my life. So I share it with um, many of you that when I was first diagnosed with fibromyalgia in 2014, after suffering with chronic pain for an extensive period of time, not knowing what my diagnosis was, in the beginning, my pain was very, very debilitating, and I also suffered with depression. And I had a lot of anger, and uh, the anger issue has gotten better. Uh, I'll be honest, <laughs> I'm still, you know, working on some issues with that. But by and large, I've come a long way. Let, let's say that much. I've come a long way from where I started. And what was important for me when dealing with all this was I had to find a way to cope and manage my illness and my symptoms because no one seemed to understand or could relate to what I was dealing with because most of the people that I work with, family as well as friends, they didn't know what fibromyalgia was. Some of them had seen those television commercials that talk about Lyrica and Cymbalta, all those commercials, but they didn't really understand what that was like for someone actually living with it. And because fibromyalgia is an invisible disorder, People don't see it. You know, it's different if you have a, a wheelchair, a walker or a cane, a boot on your foot or something like that, or you're an amputee, they can look at you and say, oh, okay, that person um, is disabled. But when you have an invisible disease, such as fibromyalgia, lupus, sickle cell, rheumatoid arthritis, I mean, it's, it's so many invisible disorders, people don't readily see it. And if they don't see it, they may say, oh, that's someone who is just being lazy. They don't want to work. It can't be that bad. They're making it up. I mean, you've heard all those things, and I'm sure, and a whole lot more. So I had to find a way to cope for myself because I went on short-term disability, which I had to fight to get, and then from there, long-term disability, which I also had to fight and get. And I'm going to share with something with you. Many employers... They don't want you going on short-term disability and long-term disability where they have to pay your benefits. And the reason why they don't want you to do that is because they have to pay you, and they don't want to do that. And what they'll do is they will fight you tooth and nail, put up roadblocks such as denying your request for leave. They will hire absent management companies who are responsible for reviewing your medical records to determine if you are someone that's truly Define as disabled based upon your employee guidelines, your employment, your uh, a better way of, of, of stating that is basically when you start a job, they have uh, a handbook. That's your guideline that explains your benefits, how you are to conduct yourself and the benef- what the benefits are and how you become eligible for those benefits. So fighting with all that. It, it just really wore me out, and it didn't make me feel good. In fact, it intensified my pain. And just like many of you, 
I was sick and tired of just being sick and tired. And I knew that I did not want to stay where I was mentally, physically, spiritually, or financially. So I had to figure out a goal for me to move forward. Now, those are a lot of goals. Think about it. You got, I had, I had um, the mental goal. I had the physical goal. I had the spirituality goal. And then I had the financial goal. So those are a lot of goals. And I said to myself, okay, Nisi, what are you going to do? I don't know of anybody that likes suffering from depression. I don't know anyone that likes being ill. I sure didn't, and I still don't. So I had to set these goals. So when I mentioned that the goals need to be specific, they need to be measurable, they need to be achievable, and in addition to that, uh, they need to be results-focused. They need to be time-bound. So I'm going to share with you one of my process. So my goal when it came down for the, um, I mentioned mind, body, and spirit. So for me, for the spiritual goal, which was also dealing with not just religion, because I'm a Christian, but also just feeling good about yourself, your overall well-being, uh, your mental state, things of that nature. I set a goal that I had always wanted to have my own talk show. Now, my show is on syndicated radio and talk zone syndicated radio. And the name of my show is The Pain-Free Zone. I had followed um, talk zone syndicated radio for a number of years where I would listen to other shows on the network. And I used to always say, one day that's going to be me, one day that's going to be me. But I couldn't afford it in the beginning. And two, I was still working a full-time job. And when you're working a full-time job, you don't have the time to do a show. Two, if you don't have the money, you can't do a show. And three, I didn't really know what kind of show I would want to do. But I knew that one day that was going to be me, and here I am. And so to, to date, we have uh, done 26 weeks of the pain-free zone here at Talk Zone Syndicated Radio. And this is a wonderful place to be. I've received uh, a lot of support, and I'm happy that I found a home for my talk show, The Pain-Free Zone. So I had consciously, my intention, I had sat that, that my goal was to one day have my own show. Now, I had done a podcast before, but my podcast wasn't a live show, whereas on Talk Zone Syndicated Radio, this show is a live show. So if you want to join me on the air today, you can call into our listener line, which is 888-463-6748 or 888-GO-FOR-IT. G-O-F-O-R-I-T. So I had done a podcast before. It was called Nisi Edwards, the Fibromyalgia Health Detective. And that show is still available on, on iTunes. I haven't recorded any new episodes in a while. So that was my first interest in getting involved during the podcast. But I wanted something that was going to help me reach a greater audience because that was my goal. My goal was I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired and I want to connect with other people out there like me who have a chronic illness. They need some support. They need some education and they just need someone who can relate to them, speak their language and be there for them, lifting them up and encouraging them. And um, I decided that would be me. <laughs> so that's why I'm here on uh, Talk Zone Radio. So that was my goal to set and have my own radio show. And here I am. And now it is, you know, 26 weeks later. And I'm going to tell you something. This is awesome. You know, I don't focus uh, on the numbers. My show may not be one of the, num the shows that have the, the biggest audience, but I am content with the space in which I am in. And though my listeners, you all who listen to my show faithfully and who support me, I'm very appreciative of that. Because when I first started this show, to be honest, I didn't know what the, 
download numbers was going to be like. I didn't even know if someone was going to be interested in this topic. Um, I didn't even know, you know, who would listen. But I set a goal, and the goal I set was I can do this. I'm going to do this. I know that there are people out there who need this type of information, and I am going to be the one that provided. I did not want a show that was just going to focus on the latest and the greatest, newest meds that you need to know about. I, I didn't, I didn't want to be that. I am someone that is holistic. I believe that healing starts from within. That's why you may have noticed, if you've been following me through these 26 weeks, that we don't talk about the drugs on the market that you should use. We, we don't talk about um, any of that because the show is all about pain-free zone, moving from pain to wellness. And um, my mission is for people to create their own toolkit to manage their pain holistically, body, mind, spirit, and soul, without the use of opioids because there are ways to do that. I realize if you're someone that has been on opioids for a very, very long time, that may be a very scary notion for you because that's all that you've ever been used to, and that's what you were introduced to. So if that is you, there's still hope for you. And we're going to talk about that in a minute when it comes down to goal setting. Um, I am not the one, in, I'm not the type of person that's going to push drugs on you. That's just not me. I'm giving you on this show information that I have used to help myself on my own journey with chronic illness. So during these 26 weeks, we've come a long way with the shows that we have had on the air. And I'm going to take you a little bit with me on uh, memory lane. My first show was on September 19th, 2017, and that was with Dr. Aaron Stair. So that show was all about Zentones, how music can help you heal. Um, check that show out. In fact, that was my very first show. And that show was with Dr. Erin Steer. She's a physician and health consultant with Blooming Wellness. Okay. After that, it was Michael Carmen on September 26th. So with Michael Carmen, that show was um, all about dealing with Consciousness, conscious living, dealing with our thoughts and our behaviors. Then we had a show in October on acceptance. And from there, we went on to the body code and reflections. I'm sorry, not reflections, the body code and the reductions of chronic pain. From there, we went on to October 31st with um, Cindy Perlin. And many of you are familiar with Cindy Perlin because she has been my co-host. She has filled in for me. Uh, on a few occasions when I was out of town. And with Cindy Perlin, she's been on here talking about uh, the truth about chronic pain treatments. Uh, in November, we had Medicine's Best Kept Secret, Biofeedback, and Neurofeedback for chronic pain. That was November 7th. Then we had Cheryl Meyer, also known as the Health Muse. She talked about eliminating toxins. Toxins uh, are the core causes for many of our illnesses. So I highly recommend you check out that show. You'll learn a lot about how toxins, how they affect your quality of life, how they create diseases in the body, and how they lead to inflammation. Then in November of 2017, we had a show on stress and disease, the hidden connections. From there, we had... We had a talk December 5th. I shared with you all my experience at the Mayo Clinic uh, because that's where I was when Cheryl, um, not Cheryl, but Cindy Perlin filled in for me. Then we talked about what is true wellness in December. Uh, from there, we had another show that I highly recommend you listen to called Patient Rights, How to Advocate for Yourself. And then from there, we had, again, in setting intentions instead of resolutions. We talked about, from there, fibromyalgia versus chronic pain. Uh, another show, we talked about managing chronic illness and the workforce. That is a really good show, very interesting show, because on that show, I had attorney Alex Umansky. He's an attorney on the East Coast in New York City. 
and he provided a wealth, a great deal of information on how to manage a chronic illness and the workforce. I highly recommend that you listen to that show. Uh, then we talked about the battlefield of the mind. That was another show. February 13th uh, is medical cannabis right for your fibromyalgia condition. And we had uh, Joseph Freeman. He's a registered pharmacist here in the Chicagoland area, actually in Buffalo Grove, Illinois, who was here on the show. And um, Joseph is very knowledgeable, and he talks about medical cannabis, the benefits of it. And I recently took my camera crew with me to Buffalo Grove to film him at PDI Medical to learn more about cannabis. And that video footage is going to be on my YouTube channel. So you'll get to check that out there. Next, we had optimized healing by using physical intelligence with Wei Hung. So you definitely need to check that out. Then from there, we had um, mindfulness. We were talking about mindful journaling for pain relief and wellness. And that was with Linda Monk. She's a she's a master's degree in social work. Uh, she's from Canada. And uh, you need to check that out because there are benefits in journaling. And I do journal. And then we had Alexis Brink talking about the art of energy healing. And then from there we had, how do you cope when you have a chronic illness? And then last week we had Jaya Jaya Myra. She was in, she was talking about how she overcame debilitating disease naturally. And you can also. So if you notice the themes of each and every one of these shows was addressing one of the following coping body, mind, spirit, and soul. And that's what this show is all about. Moving you from pain to wellness. We're going to be right back talking more about this and we're going to take a, a, a brief commercial break. Welcome back to the pain free zone. Here's Nisi Edwards. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Pain-Free Zone. I'm your host, Nisi Edwards. If you want to join me on the air, our listener line number is 888-463-6748 or 888-GO-FOR-IT. So we are talking about goal setting. And where we left off was I took you down memory lane with me, sharing with you all the wonderful episodes and all the wonderful guests that we have had on the show to date during these 26 weeks and you can find out whom they all are by viewing my show page on talk zone radio uh, visit www.talkzone.com and uh, look for the pain-free zone and on there you will see uh, a listing of all my shows and a link to download and listen to that show and you will also you can also click on the link uh, for each episode the topic and it will take you to that episode page for my guests and you will learn more uh, about them and how they can help you. So when we were talking about goal setting, I talked about for me, I want to find a way to manage my pain and to deal with it holistically, body, mind, spirit and soul. So for me, coming on to talk some radio and starting a show, The Pain-Free Zone, was helping me. Uh, mentally and spiritually, because number one, mentally, it was helping me deal with my own depression because I learned, guess what, from each and every one of my guests. And I handpicked each guest because of their message, their message of hope, encouragement, and healing. Because I didn't just want anyone coming on the air, spouting off information. I wanted people to come on this show who are truly vested into wellness holistically and healing, nothing about fluff. I wanted people who had a real message, a message of hope, people who really, really care about helping people. And in fact, with many of my guests on this show, some of them have also suffered with a chronic illness and have moved on to heal themselves naturally. I mean, check out last week's episode with Myra, I mean, Jaya Jaya Myra, and you will learn about her entire story um, that she had shared about how 
chronic illness took a toll upon her health, um, her marriage, her relationships, her business and everything and how she has survived. So check out that show. There's been many others. I mean, even um, the show with the art of energy healing uh, with Alexis Brink. Now that's a really good show too, because it talks about Jin Shin Jitsu. So each and every guest that's been on the pain-free zone, I personally handpicked them because they're awesome and I love their message. And many of these things I have applied to my own personal life. So, for example, energy healing. I know a lot about energy healing because I've participated in had sessions of energy healing to heal my own body. Journaling with Linda Monk. Um, I learned a lot about myself during journaling. So I have set a goal for myself that, hey, you know what? I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I want a creative outlet to express myself and help others at the same time. So that was the very first goal that I set for myself. So for you, when you're setting goals with your chronic illness, the first thing is you want a specific goal. You want to know what will the goal accomplish. So for me, my goal in coming on talks on syndicated radio was that what that goal was going to accomplish was to share my message with the world. Okay, you need a goal. Number two, you need a goal that is measurable. How will you measure whether or not the goal has been reached? Okay, so one way that I measure my goal is for each episode, there are statistics um, that I receive that let that shares the numbers with me of the, the downloads for each episode of the show. Another way that I measure it is the people who follow up with me and contact and reach out to me and tell me, hey, Nisi, I listened to today's show. Great job. I, I, I enjoyed it. Another way I measure uh, if it's been reached is on Facebook. I have a personal page dedicated to the show, the Pain-Free Zone Talk Show. And so I post the episodes there as well for other people who may not come on to Talk Zone Syndicated Radio to listen to it. They have other ways of, of grabbing the show, and many of them reach out to me there. So that's how I measure it, and that works for me. So achievable, that's the third part of goal setting, achievable. Is it possible? Yes, I achieved the goal. The goal was I had mentioned that I had been following Talk Zone Radio, Talks on syndicated radio, I should state, for a, a number of years before I had even came on the air. In fact, um, I would contact them to learn more about, okay, how do you do this and how do you do that? What is it like, you know, to be a host on Talk Zone? And I've contacted them probably <laughs> over a period of, I'm going to estimate, five years before I ever came on the air because I knew in my spirit that one day that was going to be me. So see, when it comes down to certain to setting goals, there are some goals that are short-term and there are some goals that are long-term. So coming on the air here was a long-term goal. It was still achievable and I did it and I achieved that goal. And results, focus, um, what is the reason, the purpose, or the benefit of accomplishing this goal? Well, I'll tell you, results focused. The benefit was I was helping myself heal and helping others that listen to this show. You know, something real simple. The goal was this is what I want to do, have this show on Talk Zone. I want to share my message with the world of hope, healing, and encouragement. Okay, and... Next step was time bound. So the completion date and things of that nature. So when I first started this show, um, I started out with 13 weeks and then I signed up for another 13 weeks and voila, we, we are here. So what I want to share with you, when you're setting goals, when you are chronically ill, I saw this on prohealth.com and I, I really like this. Step one. You know, and I've talked about this as well on this show. Forget about resolutions. Set goals. It can be a lifetime goal. So, for example, maybe you want to have strong, fulfilling relationships with your family and friends. 
Maybe you want to be a better writer. Maybe you want to spend more time outdoors, you know, with your friends and family, doing activities that you enjoy. Maybe you want to create and maintain a comfortable, happy, nurturing home environment. Another goal, maybe you just want to be healthy. Maybe for you, someone else, you just want to be financially stable enough to take care of your family and reach your long-term goals. You know, it could even be a joint goal with your spouse, your significant other. So that's the first step. Set a goal. Okay. Now, we can set goals and sometimes we may not be able to fulfill those goals because life happens, right? Situations change. I mean, life does happen um, because that's something you can't control. I mean, my life was going pretty well until I hit this wall of a chronic illness. But that's okay because... I've bounced back and pain has a way of introducing you to your purpose and you'll learn a lot about yourself doing that process. So that was the first step, setting a goal. Now, step two, let's talk about setting specific objectives within each goal. So this is where you get more specific detailing what objectives will help you to achieve your goals. So for example, it could be, All right, you set the goal, number one, above what we talked about, to have strong, fulfilling relationships with families and friends. So let's get a little bit more specific. Maybe within that, the specific objective is you want to spend more time with your husband. Could be you want to spend more time with your children, whatever it is. It could be I want to have more fun with my kids because I haven't been able to do that for a long time due to a chronic illness. Maybe it is I want to stay in touch with distant family and friends who have moved far away. Since I've had this chronic illness, I haven't been able to do that. Because see, here's the thing. When you have a chronic illness, and this is one thing that many people don't understand, they get a little bit bothered and upset with you when you don't call them back, when you don't return phone calls or or emails. And folks, no one is just trying to blow people off. But when you have a chronic illness, Guess what? You just don't feel well. You may not have the energy of the strength to do that. It it takes a lot out of you. I know for me, sometimes I can speak with one person on the phone and it goes well, but I'm drained afterwards. Then I may not have enough energy or strength to speak with someone else. And, and, and that happens a lot. So it's not a matter of blowing people off and saying, I don't want to be bothered with so-and-so. It may be that simply that day I'm having a really bad, painful flare, whether you have cancer, fibromyalgia, lupus, sickle cell, I mean, whatever it is, you simply may not feel well. So again, getting back to these objectives, the objectives is that, you know, you want to spend more time, as I mentioned, with your spouse, have fun with your kids, stay in touch with distant family and friends. Because sometimes family and friends, they feel like they're cut out of our lives because they don't really understand us. They don't understand what's going on with them, with us. And no matter how hard we try to tell people, you know what, I have this chronic illness. I just don't feel good. Telling them that, they still don't get it. And you know what? If they don't get it, they just don't get it. Don't get down on yourself because sometimes no matter how hard you try to explain that to people, They still may refuse to accept it, but that's not your problem. That's their problem. You just set a healthy goal for yourself and you go on from there. So we're going to take a a little bit break and we will be right back. Now, let's get back to the Pain-Free Zone. Here's Nisi Edwards. Welcome back to the Pain-Free Zone. If you want to call into our listener line, it's 888-463-6748 or 888-GO-FOR-IT. So we're talking about setting goals when you have a chronic illness. And um, I'm looking at some of this information from ProHealth.com. And um, some of these goals, um, they're from Suzanne Jackson. She's a pro-health contributor, f- freelance writer. And um, 
she has ME-CFS. And so um, some of her tips are, are, are very, very helpful when it comes down to setting um, goals when you have a chronic illness. So one of the things she states that I really like is um, set objections, you know, for you to be healthy. And I can definitely relate to that because one of the goals that I set for myself to be healthy that I started off this show about was doing a show on talks on radio and here I am. So know the why behind um, every goal. That's something else uh, I wanted to share. So, for example, in addition to coming on talks on radio, another goal that I had that I achieved was I wanted to have my own not-for-profit. So know the why behind every goal. I didn't want to just to create and and be the executive director of a not-for-profit simply because there are a gazillion not-for-profits out there. No. The why behind my goal in setting up a not-for-profit was because when I was first diagnosed with a chronic illness, fibromyalgia, I didn't have a support system. I would go online and seek out resources to help me manage my chronic pain. But the problem that I encountered is a lot of these not-for-profit organizations, they had information out there, but the information I really need, they charged a fee for it, and it was not affordable. Or their mission was one that they would just simply focus on research. And that that's fine. Yes, we need a lot of research, but what I needed wasn't there. I needed a resource to help me manage it, body, mind, spirit, or soul. I needed support groups. I couldn't find that. I needed someone that was talking to me that really understood me. Some of these um, individuals have very, very good intentions, but they were just so clinical that I was not their audience. Their audience is researchers, researchers, is doctors, and other people. That's not me. I wanted a resource that was just specifically geared towards patient, patient-centric, patient-oriented and that was going to provide impact. And so I created what I couldn't find. And I created a not-for-profit, Fibro Patient Education and Support. That is the name of my not-for-profit organization. And we are a 501c3. If you want to check us out, you can go to www.fibromyalgiapatienteducation.info. I know that's a long URL, but you can also find that on my um webpage here on Talks on Radio. So that was the why behind why I sat, set up and started a not-for-profit because I wanted to help others who were also dealing with fibromyalgia and chronic illness. And uh, I wanted to give back. I wanted to create workshops and, and seminars for people with uh, a chronic illness, which I do. I, I do two of those per year. And we launched our first summit for this online in um, December of this year. So that was the why behind it, basically to help others. Because you know what? In helping others, I help myself. Okay? The other thing, when it comes down to setting goals, um, this is a big one. But it's one that's beneficial. You, you got to, you need to consider setting a goal to let go of the pressure to please others. We put so much energy into trying to please others. Why? If that's you, please stop it. Because no matter how chronically ill you are, you know, trying to please other people when you're sick, that's draining and it's not good for your health. Because everyone has ideas about what you should or shouldn't be doing to manage your illness. But guess what? Here's the thing. Until you've walked in someone's shoes who's had that chronic illness, you don't know. You don't know what their life is like. I had many people in the beginning that would tell me, oh, well, you know what, Nisi, if you would just get more sleep, you would feel better. But guess what? I have sleep apnea. So uh, I already knew that. But having sleep apnea... I wasn't getting any good sleep that was going to be restorative to help my body. But I needed more than just sleep. Yes, you can't heal and you can't have restorative sleep when you have a sleep disorder. But 
I needed more than that. And then people would say, well, you need to eat better. Well, yeah, I was doing that. I'm a cook. I'm a baker. So I know all about that. I enjoy cooking. But guess what? Even eating the right things, I still had chronic pain. Then people would say, well, you may not be walking closer with God. You must have sin in your life. You know, their advice was running the gamut of foolishness. And I had to let go of that because they will take you on a guilt trip that is undeserved. So you have to let go of the pressure to please others. Okay, when you're setting goals, make certain that the goals you set are your own goals, not the goals that other people are desirous of you setting, not the goals that other people have for your life. Make certain that these are your goals because you have to own it. Because if I'm setting a goal and it's not a goal that I truly endorse, it's not a goal that's really me, it's not a goal that I really want, but I'm only doing it because you or someone else states, hey, this is a good goal. This is what you need to do. Nope. Guess what? You're not going to be able to fulfill that goal. It's not going to feel good to you. It's not going to be something that you want to do. Okay. So I always remember that because family and friends, even the doctor will, will give you goals that they want you to achieve. I'll never forget. I had one doctor. She was a pain management specialist. I saw her one time. And that was it. Never went back to see her again. Never planned on ever seeing her again. She was the rudest physician I had ever met. Totally disrespectful to chronic pain patients. I went in there and um, I was sharing with her about my pain and to see how she can help me. And she had an attitude because she asked me what drugs I was on. And I told her that I wasn't taking any opioids. And I was trying to manage it other ways. And she looked at me and she said, you need to learn how to embrace the use of opioids. And I says, I will not do that. That's not me. I do not want to do that. And she says, well, then you just won't heal. You will always suffer. She wasn't for me. So that goal that she has set for me that I need to learn how to embrace the use of opioids, that was not going to be a goal that I was ever going to embrace, accept, enjoy, or do. So make certain that when you are working on achieving goals, there are things that are beneficial for you. So set benchmarks for yourself. So, for example, you may have an ultimate goal in mind, but there may be some mini goals that you'll need to accomplish on the way to the bigger goal. So you may need to break it up in manageable size chunks. So let me give you an example of that. So I run a not-for-profit, and we have one to two events each year. And um, our last couple of events have been in Kenosha, Wisconsin, um, and at Gateway Technical College, a beautiful facility. And uh, we've always gone out there and had our events because we receive a lot of love there. We receive a lot of support. And people travel far, they'll come for the event. Now, what I wanted to do last year in September, because that's Chronic Pain Awareness Month, was I really wanted to do something where I invited in a pain management doctor. But I didn't want a pain management doctor that was going to come in and just talk about the latest and the greatest in opioids. I wanted to find a pain management specialist whom embrace the use of not using opioids. And that was hard to find. And I found one, Dr. Cyril Phillip. He's with uh, Aurora Healthcare um, in Kenosha, Wisconsin. He's over, in fact, Dr. Cyril Phillips is over their pain management department. And um, he was very gracious. He came out and he spoke at our event last September on how to manage chronic pain without the use of opioids. And I thought, wow, he really gets it. You know, this is someone whose mission um, blends with mine because my mission and focus is not about treating chronic pain with opioids. And his was not either. He gave a talk for about an hour on how to manage chronic pain holistically without the use of opioids. 
holistically and i thought wow this is a this is an md this is a pain management specialist what are the odds of that happening because guess what that's what that's all that they're taught in medical school especially with the pharmaceutical reps but not with dr cyril phillip no he's very holistic and i and so this was a mini goal for me to find a an md who would speak at one of my uh, events and this is something that i wanted to accomplish and so Normally when I have my events, I'm one of the speakers and I have um, a whole panel of other speakers that come in and talk about different things, but I didn't want that this year. Um, so for last year, we had Dr. Cyril Phillip. And in addition to that, we had Ron Pfeiffer. He runs uh, a Tai Chi studio. And so Ron showed up with some of his students and they put on a Tai Chi demonstration and we talked about um, chronic illness and chronic pain and how to manage that holistically. So for me, I was setting a mini goal because that was a mini goal of mine to do an event like that on my way to a bigger goal. So a bigger goal for me that I'm currently working on is creating another event that's going to um, focus more on families that have children that have a chronic illness, providing some education to them, as well as having a, a healing arts event. And there's some other things that we're working on um, behind the scene. And the other part of this that I want to do is um, maybe do a little bit of podcasting to work with women and men to share their message, a message of healing and hope. Because sharing my message with you all is very therapeutic for me. It's, it's, it's healing because those things that I used to hold deep down inside of me and not express it was just intensifying my pain so this is an outlet for me to share and so that's in the bigger plan of things to create um, an awesome event um, like that and that's right now on the back burner but it's a goal that I'm working towards it takes money to do that uh, I need sponsors to do that people who um, embrace my mission and my purpose and who want to give back and to support that. So if you know of businesses out there um, that would be a good fit for something like that, please reach out um, to me because I would love to work with you. So getting back to goal setting. So, you know, you make plans and you set goals. And when you set these plans and, and you set goals, just make certain that these are your own goals. Okay, not the goals that the husband says you need to set for yourself or your kids or your family or your church. Be comfortable with whatever goals you set. And most importantly, be okay with readjusting and reevaluating that goal. So we're going to take a, a brief break and we'll be right back. <music> You're listening to the Pain-Free Zone on TalkZone.com. Here's your host, Nisi Edwards. Welcome back to the Pain-Free Zone. I'm your host, Nisi Edwards. So today we're talking about goal setting. And where we left off was, I had stated, be okay with readjusting and reevaluating your goals. Because when you have a chronic illness, you've got to be flexible. You know, if you're too hard on yourself, you're going to suffer. You're going to be in more pain. I mean, we all set goals, but you know what? As I mentioned, life happens, things happen, and then you um, have to readjust and reevaluate. Um, using myself as an example, once I was uh, diagnosed with um, um, fibromyalgia, something happened. Uh, actually, right before that, uh, I had to have a, a, a I had to have major surgery. Um, and I was also diagnosed with fibromyalgia. So the surgery that I had was unrelated to the fibromyalgia. All right. So I had major surgery and then having major surgery, when you have a chronic illness, that really intensified my pain for a while. It led to having more fibromyalgia flares. And then after that, um, I had an auto accident where someone rear ended me while I was sitting at a red light at a complete stop. So you talk about readjusting and reevaluating um, goals that I had set for myself 
somewhere derailed temporarily because I had to recover from the surgery, the trauma of it, and then I had to recover from the, the trauma of being involved in an automobile uh, accident. So I was temporarily derailed, and I thought about that. And um, it's something I want to share with you all that I'm so excited about. Um, in May next month, I will be launching uh, my brand new book called Temporarily Derailed. Living with Chronic Illness in the Workforce. In this book, it chronicles my journey with chronic illness, the things that I've learned about how to cope with it. Um, I also provide some tools and resources in the book, such as apps that you can use, that you can download on your phone to help you manage chronic illness. Uh, I even give you tools for how to manage FMLA. There's even... Um, information on the book in terms of, okay, what do you do if you find yourself working in a hostile environment? How do you manage that with your employer? So um, I'm very proud of this book. It's been a labor of love because I, it's all about me, my journey, and how you can benefit from it because I really want you to learn um, from my situation and the things that you can start doing now to avoid certain things from happening to you that happened to me. And again, it's called temporarily derailed how to manage a chronic illness in the workforce. And uh, that is going to be on Amazon and you can learn more about it uh, by reaching out to me on my uh, page on talk zone and we can go from there. So everyone, I shared with you earlier about setting a goal and it was to come on talks on radio. We've now done 26 weeks. And these have been a, an exciting 26 weeks because I set this goal and it just bloomed and just blossomed. And I've met so many wonderful people along the way. If you have enjoyed being on this journey with me on Talks on Radio, then if you like everything that you heard, I would like you to partner with me because to continue on Talks on Radio, I need supporters. Uh, I need sponsors for my show, people who are willing to invest financially to be a part of the show, who want to, you know, who people who resonate, who appreciate my message, uh, people who like everything that they've heard and who want to come along for the ride. So if that's you, if you're into hope, healing, restorative health, conscious living, I invite you to partner with me so that we can take the pain-free zone much further and longer than ever before. We've done 26 weeks, and I would love to see us uh, continue on for many, many, many more weeks and months to come. I really uh, enjoy this platform. I enjoy my show. I enjoy all the people that I am helping, but it does take money to do that, and um, the not-for-profit organization that I run. We are a small organization. We're a very small organization. So uh, we're running out of resources to be able to keep our show um, on the air. And so after today's episode, we're going to be taking uh, a little break and reassess and hope to be back on the air again soon. But again, it does take financial resources, and I would love to invite you to partner with us to help us to stay on the air. It's been a pleasure these 26 weeks being here in the studio talking to you. It's been a pleasure all the people that have joined me live on the pain-free zone. And um, it's, it's great to give back because you know what? Sharing is caring. I've shared with you for 26 weeks the things that have been near and dear to my heart about healing, how to improve your health. Because that's what it's all about. You know, I believe that healing starts within. And uh, when you don't have an outlet to let go of that, you know, it begins to affect you. Because if you're someone like I used to be that holds everything inside, guess what? That energy, that negative energy, it would just wreak havoc on your health. That's when you start seeing things such as hypertension. 
Uh, your blood pressure getting higher. That's when you start seeing migraines. That's when you start seeing stomach upsets. You just don't feel good and you wonder why. You And these things are happening because you need an outlet, which is why you need my show, The Pain-Free Zone, so I can be here sharing with you all all of this wonderful information. Because, you know, when you let go and you give up those things, that those stressors, oh, my goodness, it makes you feel so much better. In fact, um, my health is, is, is improving. I'm starting to feel better. Yes, I still have pain, but you know what? I'm learning how to manage it. And what I want you to remember is this. Your pain didn't start overnight, right? Mine's didn't start overnight either. So since it didn't start overnight, guess what that means? It's not going to go away overnight. It's a process because you got to deal with so many different things. You know, you really, you you got to deal with your emotions, your body, the, the, the physical things, uh, the mental things, your spirit, the things that you say about yourself. I mean, it's just so many different variables to that, you know, as well as your relationships with your family, your employer, your loved ones, and also, most importantly, the relationship that you have within yourself because you have to love the skin that you're in. And I look in the mirror every morning and I say, Nisi, I love the skin I'm in. I love you. And today is going to be a good day because I have to affirm to myself that in spite of chronic illness, it is not going to stop me from moving forward. And it does not have to derail your life either. So uh, we're going, this is the end of our 13 weeks. We're going to be taking a uh, brief hiatus. And again, if you're interested in being one of our sponsors, please reach out to us. But um, thank you so much for being one of our valued listeners. And for more information, you can reach out to me at coachnisi at gmail.com. That's coach, C-O-A-C-H, Nisi, N-E-C-I-E, at gmail.com for information on being one of our sponsors, as well as how you can purchase the book, Temporary Derail, How to Live with Chronic Illness in the Workforce. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.